feel like the web is oversaturated with podcasts? Well, what's one more going to hurt? I'm OG Nitty, and I want you to be on the lookout for my new podcast, Nitty in the City. I'll be covering pop culture. Kanye, you got to stop the nonsense. Places to go. We got a new spot alert. Local flair and local fair. I'm about to sink my teeth into something new. My many random thoughts. Now you know you're too damn big to be wearing some skinny jeans. And much more. And along for this ride, I'll have friends, guests, and people in passing. And whether it's my city or your city, the one thing you can count on is Nitty in the City. It's me, it's me, it's the OG. Where am I? Nitty's in the City. And look, y'all, this is the first, the premier broadcast of Nitty in the City being brought to you right from my home base down in Wilmington, Delaware. A beautiful place, a place to be somebody. Now, with Nitty in the City, you can find me, you can possibly find me going anywhere. I could be in your city, I'm going to be in my city, I could be any given where. So, you might find me in Wilmington, Newark, down lower Delaware, you might find me in D.C., New York. It doesn't really matter. Just know that Nitty's going to be in your city. And we're going to cover all kinds of pop culture, we're going to cover all kinds of different topics, we're going to go through it. I'm going to be eating new foods, drinking new drink, discussing new things, and look, rocking out with people along the way. New, old, it doesn't even matter. Speaking of new or old... I got somebody here right now on the inaugural episode of, oh, I almost said Team Nitty Radio, which you can catch me on each and every Sunday afternoon from 1 to 3, right on 91.3 FM, WVUD and WVUD HD1 Newark. We'll get into that a little later. But right now, on the inaugural episode of Nitty in the City, we got one of my co-hosts from my FM show, Team Nitty Radio, Chad, the new guy is in the building. What's going on? What up, what up, what up? I'm wondering if I should even call you new guy anymore. It's like a, it's a whole nother show. Is it a different way? I league? know. Is she still new guy? Should I call her new Trella? Because that I was, was the new name for 2019. We got to call her new Trella, y'all. <laughs> New Trellis in the building. We're Nitty in the city. Forgive me. I might accidentally slow up and say Team Nitty Radio every now and again just because I'm used to saying that each and every Sunday afternoon from 1 to 3 p.m. on 91.3 FM. I've been doing that for the last 11 years now. 11 years. Jesus Louises, boy. I'm trying to tell you. Um... But again, we're going to chop it up like we normally do. We're going to talk about some cutting edge things, y'all. And we might say some things that, that, that offend you. We might say some things that make you happy. But just let you know, all we're doing is bringing you the real and we bring you the entertainment, y'all. So I will go ahead and then say that the views and opinions expressed by the individuals on Nitty in the City are those of solely those of set individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of Nitty in the City, Anchor.fm, or any of its affiliates or podcasts. Um, platforms that this might be distributed on y'all that's right we said it we meant it for ourselves you ready to get into some topics i'm ready let's talk about it everybody's talking about it right now they've been talking about it for the last i don't know couple weeks to a month who knows how long ago this happened but justin jesse smollett i keep saying smollett now somebody said it's smollett, smollett. which threw me off because his sister journey journey yeah i thought they were calling her journey smollett I was called Journey Smollett. Smollett. Okay. I always thought of Smollett, but which now is her Journey. name Journey or Journey? I think it's Journey. Okay. And Jesse. So I'm just Jesse. so it's Journey, isn't it? Jesse and Jesse. He's Jesse. I know he's Jesse. There's a Jesse too. I think there's a Jesse. Don't okay. quote me on that. So I was just fancifying black folk name. Well, you know, black folk, we always <laughs> got to put some stank on somebody's name. <laughs> Don't know why they get to be their name. I do name like Journey. Let's just yeah. call her Journey. I would be calling her Journey Smollett her forever. That. Yeah. Let's call her that. We she, can do that. She's Journey. He's still Jesse. And I'll go with Smollett. There we go. I'll go with the consensus, <laughs> which is Smollett. So Jesse Smollett, if, unless you've been living under a rock, you already know that a report came out that he said he was uh, brutally attacked. By two white men wearing MAGA hats, and they they before brutally attacking him or while brutally attacking him, they yelled out a racist and homophobic slurs toward him. 
uh, who Jesse, if you don't know, he is uh, an openly gay man. All right? Mm-hmm. And apparently they beat him. They broke his ribs. And they put a noose around his neck and pour bleach on him. I'm going off the top of my head. Not even going off any articles. Pour bleach on him and left him there. Apparently when the police arrived, I think, what is it, 90 minutes later, yeah. what have you? He still had the noose around his neck. He was on the floor, I guess, struggling to get up. That sounds about right? That sounds about right. That's what the story sounds like. That's what it sounds about right. Think, speaking about things that sound about right. Things sort of took a left <laughs> when things apparently weren't quite adding up. Now things weren't quite adding up in the eyes of in the eyes of the people, the public, the populace. Things weren't quite adding up in the eyes of the law. This took place in Chicago, Illinois. So yeah. in the eyes of the Chicago PD, they had some questions. Questions that apparently Jesse wasn't ready to answer just right away, or they they wanted access to his phone records to you know I guess that was part of the routine investigation. I don't right. know to figure out, try to figure out to ping where he was and mm-hmm. all those things to try to figure out his location when things were going down and mm-hmm. who he may or may not have been speaking to. Mm-hmm. Just regular investigation type stuff. No doubt. Now I will jump in here real quick and say, unlike Team Nitty Radio, I will be drinking during these podcasts. <laughs> Right now, I'm sipping on some Bacardi rum mixed with a little Schweppes ginger ale. I was going to ask if that was ginger ale in that cup. It definitely is. So, Bacardi, <laughs> Schweppes. If y'all trying to cut the check, just know it. I'm the promo guard. One take, Jake. OG Nitty. I can do it, y'all. I'm just trying to tell you. Because nothing refreshes you like a nice glass of Bacardi rum mixed with some Schweppes ginger ale. Take it from your boy, OG Nitty. This is why Nitty's in this city. <laughs> okay. <sighs> See what I mean? <laughs> So now, back to Jesse Smollett. Things weren't quite adding up. Now, before we get into the details of the things that weren't adding up, I would say there were people who were doubting off the bat. Um, yeah. Their reasons for doubting, I'm not sure. Well, everybody had the different reasons why they didn't believe it right off the bat. And this made the whole thing controversial as it was because now came up the topic of victim blaming, yep. victim shaming, and when did we get to the point where we just automatically didn't believe the victim? Right. You know, at least give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, and people say, who would make up something like this? And I guess they said <laughs> he had the scars to prove it. <laughs> Jesse would have heard, right? They said he had the scars to prove it, right? Right. So I guess as the investigation went on and police wanted access to his phone, he didn't want to grant them such access. Right. Um, now, some conspiracy theorists have believed that the police. They, they had no need to get in his phone. They were just people were just, they were just gonna try to use that to put out other business of his that didn't really need to be out in the street. What other business he got, I don't know, but I guess that was the whole point of maybe him, as far as they say, him wanting to keep his phone away from them. Okay. Which, if that's the case, I can do. I can it. get that because we yeah. know when you're a celebrity, things get leaked, right? And we know that. I mean, and of course, this is no knock to all police, but we know there's some dirty cops in the game. And, and people would you do anything for some money. You gotta be dirty yeah. for, to, to do that. True. I mean, if you got Jesse Smollett's phone, right. you know, you're supposed to be looking for something. You find something else. Yeah. That's a You're gonna do something up. strange for some change. TMZ. Talk about get out my brand. That's what I'm saying. Because TMZ dropped a pretty penny. Right. So you don't necessarily have to be dirty for that. So I can dig yeah. him not wanting to give the phone Well, I feel friend. like that still makes you dirty, though, to release that kind of stuff well, that yeah, you're not you're supposed right. to. So, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And shout out to TMZ because y'all the airport guards. I don't know how many employees they got on payroll, but they're at every airport in they the world. They are. Not just America. You can find them at O'Hare. You can find them at Heathrow. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. You right. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they can all be there at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, when I'm seeing TMZ, it's not like they said something like, we had a random bypasser who saw this celebrity and they just contributed, you know, they gave it to TMZ or they said, no, it was like one of our TMZ reporters over in like Iraq. <laughs> like what? They were in Baghdad. 
Huh? Okay. <laughs> what celebrity was in Baghdad? Well, Angelina, Angelina got, Jolie got tired of African kids, so she's going to adopt some Iraqi babies. Okay, whatever works And then they were there. And I don't know if Angelina Jolie ever did that. I just made that up, y'all. But back to Jesse Smollett. So uh, things weren't quite adding up. Police started asking questions. And they started putting it out that they were asking for questions. One, they were looking, you know, apparently there were surveillance cameras in the area. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite uh, pin it on any two white men, MAGA hat wearing white men. And also there was a question of what subway was open this late. I think it was two in the morning. Right, when all that happened. But, you know, we can't, Subway is a franchise um, business. So that franchise owner could have had a subway. Could, right. I mean. And you're in Chicago. So yeah, I'm about to say. Because if you're in Times Square, New York. Right. I'm sure you could find a subway open, you know, at the wee hours. Right. Or and there were some people who did some research on subway restaurants in the Chicago area. And apparently there are some that open pretty late. So, but of course, again, this is just raising questions. Now, what happens is you creating all this presses, um, all this, all this uh, back and forth because you still have people like stop victim blaming, stop not believing the victim. Other people were like, yeah, nah, it sounded shaky. And then they were like, okay, so two in the morning in Chicago, two white men running around wearing MAGA hats so you can't, you couldn't spot them. <laughs> Nobody saw him. Nobody saw anything. Right. Nobody was there to see Jesse Smollett get beat up coming out of a right. subway. Why was Jesse Smollett coming out of a subway alone? Right. I guess I get his. Is this stardom enough that he could be walking around? I don't think that he, he should shouldn't be, be walking around alone. He shouldn't be walking around okay. alone. Not at this point in yeah. his career. And then you know, there's there's no reason for him to not even saying that he had to have security, mm-hmm. but you have friends. Right. You have somebody that. It's just odd for you to be walking around by yourself at 2 a.m. Do we know where he lives? What state he lives in? I don't. I th- I'm going to assume it was... it's not Illinois. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I'm a star and I'm going to Illinois, whatever the reason is, I probably have somebody from my team with me. Right. At least, you know. If you're walking around well, at 2 a.m. I guess morning, maybe unless I'm going to see a Yamin. You know, maybe he was going to see a Yamin over you in You still could have had a, a, a True. somebody. Somebody would have known where you were and right. been in. Close to your Because I'm just wondering, like... Because you're still, a, you're still not in your city. Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, if I'm Jesse Smollett status, right? hmm And let's say uh, stardom status, not uh, preference. Uh, I love women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Okay. Yeah, so if I'm, if I'm always level of stardom, and let's say I got a shorty in Chicago, let's say, mm-hmm. who I'm trying to go see, would I feel like, or should I feel like I need somebody from my team with me on this venture, even though... I'm going. It's not like I'm going to do a promo, you know, tour, or press run, or anything like that. I'm really just going to see my shorty or whatever. I do. I think so because okay. look at um, Chris Brown's situation. Yeah, and the girl called rape. True. Then he had some other people there to help back up. That's true. Whatever it was he was saying. So yeah, once you reach that level, the world we yeah. live in. The oh world. wow! Well, according to Wikipedia, his first name is actually Justin. Oh okay. They just call him Jesse. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm just trying to see where that his means, residence that means, is. That means they saw it early. <laughs> they saw it early. Yeah. Early, <laughs> early on. Yeah. Ain't too mad. Let me keep it funky. Look, first of all, I'm going to let y'all know now. OG Nitty, New Trella, we are definitely not homophobic or any kind of phobic or anti any kind of LGBTQ. Um, is it IR? A, B, C, D, E. Yeah, all the letters that you add on. Anybody from the Hay Nation. Um, we're not against anybody in any way, you know? Uh, but, you know, we're going to say some things, all right? His residency is Chicago. And ain't too many... Oh, his resi- oh he, he lives in Chicago, Chicago, so we're going to touch on that in a second. Yeah. So, ain't too many straight men really going to be rocking with you just calling him Jesse. Not Jesse, 
Jesse. Jesse. Hey, Jesse. You can't even say that with a good bass in your voice. Jesse! See what I mean? I'll try. <laughs> Jesse! But like, Jesse, what up? See? Like, there's a difference. Justo in anything. Like, yeah. It's a, you, you probably can just be called Justin. Yeah. That's like, just it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Just. You know, we know a lot of Justice in the world. We had a, back in New York, Hot 97, we had DJ Just. He was a young boy. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't Jesse, though. You know, no. but I mean, of course, you know, anything can happen in any given family. You know, sometimes maybe you just take that L or you don't see nothing wrong with it. But I'm just saying, you call that man Jesse, you might have seen something. So he lives in Chicago. <laughs> he lives in Chicago. Okay, so now, does that now make it more feasible for him to be walking around Chicago alone at two in the morning? I say no, because now you're in your hometown. I mean, you're with your people. Your, your right, there's, there's somebody there. Yeah. You still reach a certain level yeah. of notoriety. That you sh- just shouldn't be out right. by yourself. Because anything could happen. Yeah, at that point. So now, and I'm going to also add to that, saying at that point, at that level of stardom and you're in your hometown, and let's take it back to the premise where I put I was going to see a shorty or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only time I would imagine I'd be alone, let's say, is if I'm, like, let's say if it's my established shorty, not somebody who's about to cr- possibly cry rape on me, right? I can only see myself be alone, like going from the car to her crib, from the crib to her car. Right. I feel the need to go get something to eat or whatever. Either she's with me or I'm. I don't or I'm know. sending my people. Yeah. Because I got people. Yeah. Because especially because it's two in the morning. It's two in the and morning. And we're in Chicago. fucking Chicago. Let's right. not act like Chicago is fucking you know the Poconos out this bitch. Like we see what y'all niggas is doing out there in the street. You know what I mean? I mean, you send one of your people. You got DoorDash. Mm-hmm. You got. What's the other one? You can afford Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got that. So there's still mm. no reason for you just to be traveling the way that he was traveling. Word. One of my coworkers uses Uber Eats now for my day job. She was getting Uber Eats from Burger King. I was like, damn, that's a lot. Because like the, them, them fees are kind of hefty. Yes, for like, Burger King. So I'm like, for Burger King? I was like, nah, Bree. And I, <laughs> she did it two days this week. And the, the most recent day, she got like a salad from Burger King. I'm like, huh? <laughs> So, how do I you choose Uber Eats and you choose the salad for Burger King though? Let me add let me add to this. From where we work, the Burger King, if it's the Burger King that I think she went to, which I would rather she had not gone to because that was the Burger the King with the rats on 202. Yeah. That Burger King is not two miles from the job. Two miles at the most. She has a car. So <laughs> I still don't understand. I'm still stuck at yeah. you chose Uber Eats. You want to choose Uber Eats? Okay, fine. You want to choose it for Burger King? Okay, fine. But you got a salad yeah. from Burger King. It's entitled Burger King, right? Why not? At least if you're gonna pay for it, get salad works. Something. Right. I don't know. I mean, I guess to each his own. But you know, we just will see. But back to Jesse. Yeah. So now, Jesse, let's fast forward. Now the police had. Half his as a suspect for filing a false report. They right. say that he filed a false report on this hate crime because that's what it was. Okay, it was deemed a hate crime, right? And I guess the stuff just didn't add up. And apparently, they got surveillance of these two Nigerian brothers. Yeah, who they said Jesse paid what thirty five hundred dollars. Some say he paid them by a check. Is what I heard. Now that I'm not sure about. Yeah, I saw reports that say there was a check that he paid to them. Now it doesn't. They don't know if it's specifically that was paid to them for the setup, but they suspect that this thirty five hundred dollar amount was that. for the setup. You right. Know what I mean? But it was these two Nigerian brothers who apparently they had footage of them buying the props that they needed to pull this caper off. I guess the MAGA hats and then mm-hmm. can, can you just buy a noose or do you have to buy a rope and turn it into a noose? I think you have to buy a rope and turn it into okay. a noose. I want to know why why black men know how to make nooses right now. <laughs> 
Which, Maybe they look up on YouTube. What, what y'all training for out here, black man? <laughs> Last time I checked, we shouldn't be too comfortable with nooses around us. I'm just, I'm just saying. So apparently, these two brothers, they, 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 you know, they, they set, they were part of the setup, and there's rumors that he knew them, and he, and he set this up. And apparently, allegedly, of course, all this is alleged right now. You know, as far as we know, we don't know if he outright lied, and it hasn't come out as fact. Apparently, and it sounds like Nutrella came across something new, so we're gonna touch on that in a second. Apparently, he did this because he didn't like the he didn't like the amount of money he was making on Empire. Is that what it was? Well, or they said he was. Oh, he's worried about being written off. off. He was about to be written off for Empire, mm-hmm. right? But I heard prior to this, he was already like they already like I guess you know what's put funny everything in motion about Empire right? and mm-hmm. him. His character has been like. Almost about to die, moved to London, mm-hmm. all these different things for like the last couple of seasons. So he been on so the break. in my opinion, they've been writing him all for a minute right. now. So he should have known this was coming. Right, but I think this time they're like killing him off. Okay. Like I think he's the so one no that's in back. the casket. Right. Okay. Um, well, I, I stopped watching it probably after the first season, so. Oh, well, you know. this whole last season. But, sound like he, if you wanted to cast it before, he in that bitch now. Yeah, he might. <laughs> I know, yeah. Because uh, apparently they, they confirmed that, yeah, they, he's definitely going to be off um, this season now, given all of these allegations and everything went home. Now, you said, hmm, what came across your phone? So, I just saw that TMZ mm-hmm. is reporting. Yes, is reporting that. The $3,500 check that they received was not for this attack, but okay. apparently he was, they were supposed to get the, he was supposed to get pumped up for a music video. So they were like working him out. He had a five week training and nutrition plan to get his body right for, I guess, a music video that has to do with Empire okay. or something like that's what the $3,500 was $3,500. First of all, when you say pumped up, I guess you mean like bulked up? Yeah. Um... How how bulked up can you get in five weeks that you need thirty five hundred dollars without purchasing the muscles? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, that's that's just what TMZ is reporting. That that's I mean, what the I could see for. if you already had like X amount of muscles and you needed to you know build mm-hmm. those up a little. I could see five weeks doing that. But unless I, unless Jesse Smollett has Smollett has changed drastically from that first season of Empire, which I doubt he has. He has not. What kind of bulk up he gonna do in five weeks for thirty five hundred dollars? See, I'm in the wrong field. I'm in the wrong <laughs> damn field. Yeah, you are. Apparently, that's what they told the grand jury too. The Nigerian brothers. Yeah, because they, they now they're the they're pretty buff in shape guys right, they or whatever. Yeah, six pack having yada yada yas and thirty five hundred dollars. First of all, you know, I just want to get to the level where I can even. Um, like contemplate spending that kind of money on fitness or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, see, right now that's unfathomable. Like, I'm at the point now where if you told me five weeks, I got to pay you three hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, huh? Hey? <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go to the wild dog. Yeah, I'm figure just, it out on my own. Let me just do that, day. Yeah, fifty a month. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna just YouTube it. I'm gonna YouTube it. That's what I'm gonna do. But yeah, so. Yeah, that's apparently that's what they're saying. the The money was for now. If that's if I'm thinking that's gonna flip me into let's say a ten thousand dollar earning on a music video or said music video, then I can see you just saying, "All right, let me put this thirty five hundred. I ain't doing it just to get in shape. It's an investment. Yeah, but I'm you're right. Yeah, I'm not doing I ain't it just to get in shape. I'll be fat before I spend thirty five hundred dollars <laughs> to get right in five weeks. First of all, how do you convince me? Show me the person, and I want you to show me all their progress that you got them. $3,500 worth of buff, built, tone, whatever, in five weeks. Now, I can't see. 
you getting buff built tone. Like, all right, so, well, no, because he wasn't a fat man. Right. So it's not like you were looking for him to lose weight. He was probably just needed to tone up, like you said, but not to not to something that's going to make that big of a difference right. when you look at them in those five weeks. Because, you're right, because when, when I think about it, I think about, like, because I follow, like, the NBA and stuff a lot. And sometimes you'll see these players, and they'll come back from the last season, like, looking all cut up or whatever. They drop weight, they win. Right. And, the, 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 you know, the commentators say, yeah, in the off season they were lifting weights, they were doing extra running, they hired all kinds of trainers, da 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 And in the off season they were able to amass this. Now, the NBA season, um, their regular season runs from basically roughly October to April. Right. So that means May, June, July, August, September. So you five, five months. months. Now that <laughs> you can do things in. Cause because you figure, all right, because all right, let's look at it this way. He's an actor, right? Right. And I guess he works out when he can or whatever. I just finished talking about an NBA player, a world-class athlete. Their job is literally exercise. Mm-hmm. It's their full-time, their day job. Anything else adds and all that side gigs. Mm-hmm. So you're already you've been playing ball all your life. True. Now you're playing at a professional level and you gotta play harder a lot of times than you did previously, like in college and stuff, because you're playing against the best of the best in the world. Right. All right. So add to that now. So you're already coming into the game kind of with an edge, if you will, a right. one up. And still, it took roughly five months, four or five months. For you, for you to, to get a noticeable difference. Right. And you're already a world-class athlete. Right. Not to say Justin Smollett doesn't work out, but he's I feel like he's not athlete. a world-class athlete right. who just gets paid, who gets paid to work out all the other. Because when you play ball, you're working out. When you're in practice, you're, you're working out. out. When you're in shoot-around, you're working out. And then they still go to the weight room. Working out. Yeah. And some of them still do the stuff on their own at home. Yeah. Working out. And some of them already have trainers that work them out outside of the yeah. what's required or mandated by their team. And still, we're talking the whole summer, y'all. Spring, you know, part of spring, part of su- whole summer, and part of fall. Right. So five weeks, $3,500. Now you got, to, you, got, you got to convince me something different. Matter of fact, $3,500, I better see somebody come out of fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. Yes, and don't bring the don't bring the old school one. Give me the new one that Harry got in the se- one of the sequels. Don't give me the Sorcerer Stone one. Give me the, the the Prince of Azkaban one. You know what I mean? Come with it and make it happen with the Wingardium Leviosa or some shit like that. Thirty five hundred dollars. Thirty five hundred dollars, <laughs> wizard. Because that's because if you because if you make me shake like that in five weeks, that's sorcery. <laughs> you said you're a wizard. Yes, that's sorcery. Because let's think about it. Let's think about like the women, you know, because people put a lot of focus on the women, their bodies, body parts, and they buy whatever this and that and the other, right? Uh-huh. Shit, the recovery time alone be like five weeks. Yeah, that's the recovery shit. time. Yeah, so you paid these non-surgeons. You know what I mean? So I'm just do my body's naturally gonna do what her body had to do surgically in the same amount of time. That don't match. That don't match at all. But we went off we went off time. We off on the tension. Let's get back to Justice Smollett. Mm-hmm. So now the people are not believing him, right? Right. Police, he tell you police they arrested him. He's up yes. on charges for filing a false report. Yeah. Which already is crazy. So basically he got arrested for lying, right? And so, wasting um, city resources. Yeah, so it seemed pretty easy to get arrested for lying. That seemed pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow uh, the woman that accused Emmett Till of, you know, catcalling her or whatever that got yeah. him murdered. Yeah. Murdered. 
murder, which there's no statute of limitations on, right? On murder. Right. She's still walking around free with her 80 semi year old ass. Admitted it and never admitted it, she lied. Yeah, she did. Some ain't nobody ever talk about no charges there. You know, it's to the point where the media, they literally have tickers or counters that literally clock the amount of lies President Trump tells with each speech. He just wakes up each, Yes, press conference. And nothing happened there. Of course, I mean, I'm not, I know it ain't as easy to arrest a president as it is Justice Smollett, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if it's that easy to arrest someone for one lie. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing it for how long? He has been in office. Is it two years now? Yeah, it's yes, about two years. Now. About two been years. lying every day for two damn years <laughs> on federal <laughs> levels. It's not like he's just lying about like you know I didn't sleep with my wife or something. Right. You lying about all kinds of collusion <laughs> scandals with, with the Russians and whatnot. Yeah. These are international conspiracies. <laughs> this taking them out to espionage in a lot of ways, and they can't find one lie to say. Yo, we got to put the cuffs on. Or at least we got to indict him. Yeah, indict him. He's yeah, wasting, impeach him or something like He's wasting country resources. Yes, not exactly. just city resources, country resources. Call the state of emergency for that war, right? Yeah. Show the receipts for the emergency. That's a federal fucking lie. <laughs> to to make to make the to make the government produce billions for your war. Yeah. Come on now. How much did how much did that cost the city of Chicago for this Jesse lie? I don't know. Versus how much is costing the, the American taxpayers for these fucking Trump lies? But here we go, Jesse going to jail, right? But that's you know that's one thing. That's one way to address it. But now, continuing to talk about Jesse Smollett lying ass if he's lying, because you know I mean even though it don't look good, right? Nothing set in stone. It's still not, you and are he good has for not. That. Yeah, he has not admitted to anything. You are good for that. You know I'm good for. It. He has <laughs> no. not admitted to anything, and he has yet to be found guilty of anything. No right. matter how bad we've been in a situation where stuff might look bad, or even maybe. Out of 100 people, 99 were on that side of the fence. And maybe you were the one on the opposite side of the fence. And Lord, they looked at you crazy. But then when it came out that your side of the fence was right, you were like, I'm glad I held my ground. That could be Jesse. For all we know, I'm not saying it is. Again, I don't know who's lying or who's not at this given point with the information mm-hmm. that's presented. But in the land where you're supposed to be, supposed to be innocent to proven guilty, we got to go ahead and still see that man. He's still a victim at this still, point. Right. Right. I don't think you'll ever find out the answer there. I think it's just gonna be wiped underneath the rug. Like could, you'll never know whether or not it could could very well possibly yeah. be so. But now with the Justice Mollet thing, here's my question now, because then that begs a question. People are saying now what he done, what he did was basically set back or made it harder for um, people of color who go through such situations, um, people in the LGBTQ, LMNOP, Anamanopia community. Who go through such, you know, who, who go through such situations? Because hey, people get attacked like this daily for being black, for being gay, uh, you know, trans, what queer. queer. You could, you know, it must be 2019. It must be because OG Nitty probably. I'm like, nah, that's all gay. Once you're not straight, you're gay. That was. Like, <coughs> now you gotta have like, all these other different I mean, terms. They're still gay to me, but I'm trying to at least be more sensitive to if these are the terms you want to go by. You know, if you want to be called trans, if you want to be called queer, I'm I'm not perfect. I'm going to work on that. I mean, in my mind, you're still just gay, but I mean, you're gay with a different twist. You're gay with, it's like how I call them smolay. You know, yeah, right. you took your gay and smolayed it. You small new term, you smolayed it. <laughs> that just happened. Bars. Now, do you feel like 
that sets people back or it makes it difficult for people who go through this to then be believed when they say any things like that happen to them? I actually think it's the opposite because, and the reason why I say that is because people easily jump to it when he said the story. Mm-hmm. So that lets you know that it's obviously a problem mm-hmm. trending in our society today. Mm-hmm. So does that, do I think that means he set them back? No. But I do think he raised more awareness to the fact of, well, y'all believed him right off the bat. So that must mean that there's more to what's happening in our society and mm-hmm. maybe we should dig deeper into that. That's the way I took it versus you set everybody else back because you lied. And you know, we on the same wavelength because I was having this conversation with some of my people's offline. And I was like, I hear I hear what people say. I get what they're saying, but I can make it harder because, you know, we often talk about when women are sexually abused or they get, you know, sexually assaulted, I should say. The ones who lie about it make it more difficult for the ones who don't. Right. You know, that's been a long going uh, concern. But um, I don't even think that's true. I think they make it more difficult for the person that they lied on. Mm-hmm. So let's say that this person really is right. a sexual assaulter. Mm-hmm. But he did not sexually, or she did not sexually assault you. Right. If that person then does commit that act, Mm -hmm. you've now made it harder on that person who needs to prove it Mm -hmm. because you've lied in the past. Right. But I don't see how it sets apart everybody Mm -hmm. who's going through that. And yeah, to your point, as it goes with Jesse, you know, my thing was, I don't really see it. Of course, you know, these are just opinions. I don't really see it making it harder per se, just because... That's ingrained in this country's fabric. It's woven in right. this country's fabric. Um, people been been getting beat, murdered, strangled, tortured, all of that on the basis of the color of their skin since they landed on Plymouth Rock, if you will. Right. People been getting murdered, you know, persecuted, tortured, hurt, and everything for their sexual preference. And on this country, as long as you can go back, mm-hmm. it's been happening. And it's so prevalent, I don't think people would now start doubting if a gay person says they were brutally attacked by some people because of the fact that they were gay. I don't think that if a black person says they were attacked on the street for being black, that people are just going to go, no, it's a lie. Because it first of all, it's literally happening every day. And we see right. it on camera in this digital age. It's happening at the hands of law enforcement, first of all. We're not even, forget regular criminals, Joshua. People who are supposed to uphold the law right. are doing this to black and brown people every day, it seems. All right? And, yes, people who, uh, they, 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 their sexual preference is, is homosexuality, yes, we've seen it. If, if, at the very least, at the very least in the form of slurs. Yeah. Even if the people don't go as far as attack you, at the form of slurs, which is a hate, it's hate in and of itself. So, yeah, I mean, I can say for me personally... If this were to come out that Justy was lying, if if whoever Joe Schmo came out and he was gay and or Jane Schmain, she was gay and they said they were attacked, brutally attacked by people because because they were and they said they called them all kinds of faggots or whatever, you know, gay slur you can come up with. I'm not gonna sit there and go, oh really? Damn, I'm, yeah, right, because Justy tried that yeah. shit. No, I'm like, damn it. Justy said that through. Exactly. I'm like, fuck that. Through. Yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck out of here. We need to go find these bastards. You need to, you know, get law enforcement to find these bastards and like make it happen. Like, bring justice. Bring justice. Not Justin. Justice. See what I did there? Ooh, I'm <laughs> getting it on an idiot of city podcast today. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean. 
At this point, you know, it's funny because you know people always, now people are saying Jesse's getting all this press. He's getting all this press, and any press is good press. And I'm like, no, is not. any press good press? No, not my, at this all. is like career suicide press. Yeah, because now what is this coming out saying that he has a drug problem? Well, I, oh, I didn't hear that yet. You didn't but hear that? Yeah, I heard. I heard the speculators saying um, they saying that. Um, they, they, they were waiting to see if he was gonna come out with the mental health, you know. Aspect no, this, that came out that he 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 came out apparently and saying that he has a drug problem, and his, that's why these things have come about. Here's the unpopular opinion. I'm okay with it. I'm gonna tell you why. Not even because it's necessarily right. He could be lying, but I'm gonna keep it funky. Every white terrorist that get off or something, or every white terrorist that shoots up 19 people at a school, mm-hmm. shoot up. Concerts, blow up buildings. What's the what's the first thing they always jump to? Mental health. Mental health. They got yeah. mental health, mental issues, PTSD, blah 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 blah. Right. Right. And people start feeling sympathy. Not everybody. People start feeling sympathy, or people will, now you want to try to humanize this person, this monster. You know, and all that. Jesse told a damn lie. I mean, if it, if it's true that he told a lie, he told a lie, mm-hmm. and that would make him what a liar. I'm okay with that. For for one, I'm okay with a liar in Jesse Smollett versus dude who shot at the church in Charleston, South Carolina, a murderer, versus your Timothy McVeigh's or your guy who ran up in Orlando in the gay club. In the gay club, yeah. Shot up the gays. Hate crime. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. To our earlier point, because stuff like Orlando happens. If Jesse's right. thing is a lie, I'm not going to say, damn, them Orlando cats, ah, let's look at them funny. Yeah, let's go see if they was really telling you. Yeah. You got to go reinvestigate exactly. their story. And I'm okay. That's why I'm okay if that kind of stuff comes out. Just because that narrative has been used for the others for so long. Yeah. Let's get our, let's get our crack at it. And y'all may not be like, but it's the two rights don't make a wrong. That's all right. But some so two wrongs don't make a right. That's all right. But sometimes this wrong might get us a little even. Because well, what did Jesse do that was different from any what any white woman been doing? To black men, you know, any white person been doing to black people since since the days they landed on people. We all saw Rosewood. He just claiming now to have the drug problem. Yeah, you know I mean, he's just that's the other. They don't. They just who, say, "Oh, I lied." Oh well. Exactly. Who who whose uh, life ended because Justice Smollett apparently allegedly lied? No one's. Exactly. Unless you know what? No, one of the cops that I saw on the news said that um, there were a couple... Now, this part was weird on the news. So, he was saying that they were using city resources to investigate um, Jesse Smollett's story, and those same resources could have been on the streets um, trying to stop crimes Mm -hmm. or whatever from happening. So, they're saying that because they took resources to investigate his story, some other people may have gotten robbed or killed or whatever on the streets mm-hmm. of Chicago because the cops were looking at that. Now, Chicago, they, they got like the number one murder rate in the Correct. country, right? So where the fuck are them resources? Because <laughs> Jesse just happened. <laughs> They've been murdering See, cats at the top. And of that's the, the thing that was funny because then the news starts pulling up all these things. They're like, so in 2007, the city of Chicago had this many murders and now in 2019 or 2018 is this many. And I'm like, what does that have to do with Justin? Yeah. But that's what they're trying to correlate, saying city resources now, um, some murders might have been caused within that time frame because they were looking for his supposed fake attackers. CPD kissed my black ass. First of all, 
You're not putting the murder police to go look for the Jesse, uh, the <laughs> Jesse right. uh, uh, criminals. <laughs> the, the homicide police, they be out there. To be like, they, no, that's different. You get the, the the physical violence police or whatever, the, the assault police. Right. You know, I mean, I say they have these times, but you, and I'm not a but cop. But they have different But they have people that, yeah. Based on exactly. what you see on TV. Yeah, when you, you see the sex crimes, SVU. you go get the SVU. Right. Yeah. You don't send SVU to homicide. Matter of fact, that's why they have law and order. Law and order SVU, law and order criminal intent. Right. You know? Different criminal intent. Uh, that's the, uh, the 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 major crimes unit, right? So yeah, the SVU is SVU. Like. But even Chicago PD, they they have it broken down yeah. into different things. So, so nah, y'all not gonna try that CPD, not on our watch. So don't try that first of all. Another one, but like I said, we saw Rosewood. We know how Rosewood happened. That white woman was cheating on her husband with a black man, and then no, it was a white man. And then she just blamed it on the black man. Yeah, then she blamed it yeah. on the black man. Blamed it on the black man. And that led to the whole town getting burnt to the ground, you know, apparently. Uh, again, we go, we take you back to Emmett Till. Poor Emmett Till. Or remember the lady, I forget her name. Maybe it was Susan Smith. She drowned her five kids in that car. Remember she said a black oh, man kidnapped her? Oh, she said a black her? man kidnapped yeah. her. Yeah, she drove her car <clears throat> into the, yeah. And there was another lady. She said, um... It was another lady that uh, I forgot. She said she was kidnapped by some black men out like the Pennsylvania, uh, Delaware Valley area. Uh-huh. And then at the cops of the investigation, this happened and ran off to like Disney World or something, just getting away, or whatever. And then and then they find out yeah she lied on some black men and they say how they stole her car and they hijacked and this and that. So now, just 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 did Jesse pulled a white woman stunt. <laughs> Except for his wasn't as extreme. Ain't nobody died on account of Jesse's lie. Right. You know, if that is indeed a lie. So I'm okay, I'm okay with that. And uh, for all these black people talking about come canceling Jesse or you know trading Jesse in the racial drive, quote unquote. I'm for what? Yeah. Because he lied. It's a lot of people talking, yeah, can we trade Jesse for such a nah. First of all, no, we can keep Jesse right the fuck where he is. First of all, you know, everybody fucking lies. I mean his lie was it stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Especially of course, his lies magnify because of the stage that he's on. You know? Like, if he was Joe Smoke Jesse, this might have made the news for a day and gone. I think the part that I sympathize the most with is all of the celebrities. It was good to see all the celebrities get behind him yeah. after it happened and say, oh, you know, we're praying for you, blah, 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 blah. And then now for it just to be like, oh, yeah. I needed some um, publicity, mm. so that's why I did that. But, but te- teachable moment. If that can motivate them like that, why can't they be motivated like that without somebody having to be victimized? Whether that's it be true. to help build up black business or help the school or people in need, you know, what have you. Or some We Are The World type stuff, right? Right. So, take that and learn. I learned a situation. A teachable moment came out of this whole Jesse thing. No, I'm not canceling Jesse. I'm not trading Jesse. No. Yada, yada, yada. Let him pay his fine or yeah. whatever for... And first of all... Whatever... Uh, and, you know, shout out to my guy, Richard Rowe. He kind of pointed this out. He's like, you don't really see other races trading off their people or trying to trade off their people, quote, unquote, in the racial draft because they did some fucked up stuff. Like, okay, they just stand by or whatever. I mean, every now and again, you might but no, you, yeah. it's our people you see doing that the most. Nah, because, you know, it's not, I get it's all, you know, it's hyperbole. You know, I get it's all in jest kind of sort of. But, nah, let's stop trying to trade our people for these white folk. <laughs> no, I don't want to trade him for my uh, for with the NAACP uh, lady. Yeah, I don't. I wanna, forgot her name. Oh, Rachel Dolezal. There we go. Yeah, she's not one of ours. She's white. <laughs> she's an. We could call her ally, I guess, because she supported the cause. Right. But yeah, Rachel, you're white. 
You're a white liar. See, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. Or um, they're, they're to the point where they're lying and changing themselves to get in. Or um, why are we trying to push people out? Nobody's um, well. Some Republicans are Elizabeth Warren's lie, mm-hmm. where she checked About off Native on American. Native American mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I ain't seen no white people try to trade off. And she and she basically trying to get up out of there. No, and I, I don't no stop trying to trade it for Michael Rappaport and whoever else and <laughs> stop stop inviting everybody to the fucking cookout. Yeah, Michael Rappaport and um what's the other comedian? They're always there. Gary Owens. Gary Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and even if you're ally, that doesn't mean you could just come to the cookout. Sometimes that's the issue. We let too many people in the cookout, then the cookout get fucked up. The, the, the cookout becomes a barbecue. Yeah. If you see what I'm saying, don't get, don't gentrify your own cookout. All right, sure. you know. So everybody ain't got to be that. But what we gonna do? I think that's enough about Jussie. We gonna segue into this next topic. <laughs> it's the next couple of topics actually. But first, about this 40 minute mark, we gonna we gonna give a little break. You know, get a bill paid or two because we like getting sponsors because it brings in the money for the thing. So we back on the other side with Nitty in the City. Hold tight. All right, and we are back with Nitty the City still reporting live from the home. Well, it's not live at this point when you're hearing it, but it's live as we're recording it from the home base right here at the Crizzle. Yeah, everybody's not getting into the Crizzle, by the way. Only certain people are going to get into the Crizzle, by the way. You got to be another level to get into the Crizzle. So if you hear other people on the show, a lot of times that'll be me out on the road or at another venue, but everybody can't be coming up in my humble abode, not into the barricade. So now, moving on. The barricade. Yeah, the barricade, you know. <laughs> okay. Moving on. There's an article that recently came out. Actually, it came out last year, but it recently came to me. And the title of this article <laughs> is it's from Vice. It's through the Vice, Net, Vice Network or Vice Lane Network, the website broadly.vice.com. I'm going to read this title, and I'm not playing when I say this. It says, How to Eat Out a Non-Op Trans Woman. Let me run it back. You see how it kind of kind of segue from Jesse into this now. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, we do we do a little bit. How to eat out a non-op trans woman? Now we're gonna dissect this, but first of all, let's see if we can get a couple of definitions going on out here. Okay, first of all, when you hear trans woman, what does that mean? Because I've, I've always been kind of confused. When you say trans man or trans woman, if that meant they were transitioning to a man from a woman or if they were transitioning from a woman to a man. So if you're a trans woman, that means you're transitioning from a man to a woman? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. So you're a gay man. Um, you're transitioning from a man. Y'all going to hate me. I ain't going to lie. But y'all going to love me all the same. Because locate the line what I'm saying. Well, locate there, the line what I'm no saying. There's no lie. Because they're, they're transitioning. Yes. Yeah. So you are a man... Because what I'm but saying then, is... But what if you are a transgender woman, so you're a man who's turning into a woman, mm-hmm. but you're still attracted to women? You know, I've often asked that. I've often asked that. Right. Well, let's touch on that in a second. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, when you're transitioning from man to woman... And let's say, let's assume you're doing that because you like men. You feel like you're a woman. Right. And you also feel like you like men. Okay. If you're transitioning, so let's say, because it says non-op. So let's, we're going to touch non-op in a second. If you're transitioning, I'm assuming you're still attracted to who you're attracted to, right? So let's say you're right. attracted to men. 
I still see that as a man attracted to a man. Hence why I said it was gay. You know, again, again, maybe take offense to that. And, you know, if I come across and you're like, no, call me a trans, whatever, you know, I'm like, okay, so fine. if you're non-op, let's say you're non-op. Meaning you still have a penis. Right. And I guess depending on your intent or whatever, if you ever decide you want to be have that op, mm-hmm. are you then just a cross-dresser? Yeah, I would say, I would say so. so. I mean, the LGBTQ LMNOP community might say different, but a but caveman like me... Essentially, a definition is what a definition is. So essentially, this article could be titled How to Eat Out a Cross-Dressing Man. It could be. Which then begs the question, what do you mean how to eat out a man? And that's probably why they titled it like that. But if you take it back, Mm-hmm. And you break it down to definitions, that's essentially yeah. what you're asking right now. So there. what they're trying to do at this point, you're saying, is they're trying to make a play on words so they can get the word woman in there so then eating out, can they can make it make, make sense. sense. Right. But if, even though the whole act, if right. you break it down, mm-hmm. makes no sense. Because what do we mean? Well, unless you've been living under a rock for your adult life, or you're too young to know what that means, which means you should not be listening to Nitty in the City right now. <laughs> you better get off this goddamn thing, get off this platform, and go on and read your books. <laughs> you better get off some because what they say, if you, if you knew if you knew your math like you knew this podcast, you'd be a genius, <laughs> a regular Einstein. So <clears throat> what I'm saying is, so as you see it, when you hear, all right, let's break it down. Let's just assume people don't know what eating out means. Okay. And I'm gonna ask you, new guy, new Trella, the yes. woman in the room, what does it mean to eat out a woman? It means that you are putting your mouth in her clitoral area. Okay. And you are sucking and licking and kissing and spitting and all right. of those things, but you need to have a clitoris right. in order for it to happen. And a clitoris, that means it comes with a vagina. Yes. And you know, all that, the vulva and all that. And, um, I lost my train of thought because that was very good. I was like, they're licking and sticking. I felt like I was like Dirty Mary Poppins. <laughs> Dirty Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, oh, that's all I was going to say. So then I, I would say a more, I don't know, for lack of a better term, clinical or scientific term would be cunnilingus, right? Yes. All right. That's what it means to eat out a woman. Correct. But if you're, a, so we're going to entertain the term trans woman here. Right. The, the identification of trans woman. If you're a non-op trans woman, that means you still have what? A penis. And you don't have what? A vagina. Have you ever heard about anyone eating out a penis? No. Let me try it again for the people in the back. Have you ever heard about anyone eating out a penis? No. It, does, <laughs> it's, it doesn't make sense. It's called sucking dick. That's like... Sucking cock. <laughs> Fellatio. That's like, give it head. Well, give it head can apply to both. Yeah, that, can, yeah. that can go to both. Yeah. But that's like saying I'm a vegetarian, but I eat chicken. No, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a vegetarian. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat pork. I just eat bacon sometimes. What? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So actually, they would have done themselves better justice with the headline "How to Give Head to a Non to a Non Op Trans Woman" because head is universal. Right. But no, how to eat out a non-trans woman is 
what this was entitled. And here's the thing. It says, what's in the name? Here's the thing. This article, it says trans women refer to their genitals in a myriad of ways. All right? Okay. Some say clit. Some say vagina. Some say vulva. <laughs> Some do say dick. Now, as far as we've grown up to know, dick has always meant what? Penis. All right. So apparently now, a dick can be a badge. I don't know. Some say girl dick. That doesn't even make sense. Girl dick? Girl dick. Did they do that because there's a thing called boy shorts? I don't know. Is that why they did that? I would going to go with no. Yeah, I don't know. Some say junk. I can go with junk. Junk can be universal. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Some say genitals, which works again. Some say lady parts. You literally cannot call a penis a lady part. It's not a lady part. It's literally, like, I'm talking about on a scientific level. Yeah. A penis is literally not a lady part. Yep. You're really just rejecting all of, all of your, your, your anatomy courses. For what reason? Just because you want to try to, I guess, make it sound better to ask a man to go down on you? It doesn't, there's no, there's, this doesn't make any sense. No. If you're going to be what you be and be are what you are, then accept the stuff that comes with it. Stop trying to recreate terms for stuff that you want to do. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care if you're a non-op transgendered woman or um, a man in a dress. Mm-hmm. If you come up to another man and you want them to put their mouth in your genital area, it is what it is. Yes. And... Let me add to that by saying this, and I'm going to say this in the most sincerest way I can possibly say this, Nutrella. If a man is willing to put his mouth on said non-op trans genitalia, he don't give a fuck. You don't have to say yeah, eat out. He understands it. he's going to suck some matter. dick. He yes. really understands that he's about to suck some dick. It's funny because that was on the same way. Like I was going to say the opposite way. Either way, if if you say to a man, hey, can you suck my dick? Or can you eat out my non-operational transgendered woman part? Either you're going to get one or two answers. He's going to be down with it and he doesn't care. Or he's going to be offended. Yeah. Either way, right. I don't care how you say it, I'm still offended. Right. And I'm going to tell you right now. If I'm, a, if I'm a dude who likes to suck penis, which I'm not. If I'm a dude who likes to suck penis or whatever, right? And then you come to me with your non-op transcendent self or whatever, and you say to me, yo, I want you to uh, eat my lady parts, eat my lady dick, uh, you know, eat me out. I'm like, what? I'm being confused. Like, what? Or yeah, you know, I want you to lick my clit. I want you to put your face in my vagina, in my vulva. I'm like, excuse me? But then again, this is still stupid because, again, if you are a man right. that is okay with sucking another right. man's dick, now I'm offended because now you're talking about women parts exactly. and you know I want to suck a dick. And at that point, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. I th- did you get an operation now? <laughs> no, I still... Also, you want me to suck your dick? Well, say that shit then. Stop talking. I know. You wasted bad time. I could have been on my knees already. Could have been on my goddamn but knees. I'm confused trying to figure out what you Yeah. Look, now I'm mad because you made me think exactly. so Exactly. And I ain't even so going to suck your little dick. You know how people get back your little dick. Yeah. I'm going to suck your little shit now. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Because you, you're playing games. See, I ain't got time for these games. Now I'm like, what, you recording me or something? You trying, yeah. trying to make me believe that I'm about to work? No. We're not co-signing nonsense. All right? If you a man and you want a man to suck your penis and you feel like the man you're talking to is willing to suck your penis, 
Ask that man to suck your penis. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you what right now. I'm never going to go to a woman and say, hey, can you eat me out? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you, can you give me some of that cutting? <laughs> I need that, some lingus. That doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. Like, all right. And I get, okay, I, here's the thing. I'm going to reach with everybody and, you know, I, I try to be open and, like, we are, listen, nine billion people on the, in the, on the planet, everybody not going to agree with you, everybody not going to disagree with you. So, the fact that even an article came out about, about this, that means there's a bunch of people that feel this way. Right. Some shit you just got to correct, okay? Like, this can't be the thing. We get it. Okay. You know, back when we were growing up, it was gay and straight. Right. Hetero, homo. It was you. more straight, straight, straight. Like, gay people just weren't. Right. As out, but right. there's nothing wrong with that. But go ahead. So then, over time, you know, I guess people started coming out more, being exposed to more things. Then you started having, you had the the, the, the gay, the lesbian, the bisexual, mm-hmm. the LGBT, the trans. Was that transgender when the T came out, or was that? Yeah, no, it was transgender. That was right? transgender. LGBT, then the LGBTQ, right. which was the queer. Questioning. No, yeah. I thought it was questioning. Oh, well, queer questioning the same thing. Maybe I think they're the I same don't know. thing. But either way, there was a Q. Yeah. And a Q which could mean multiple things. Right. And then it did add a couple other letters. I never forget, I was in the bathroom at WVUD where you could catch Team Nitty Radio on Sunday afternoons from 1 to 3 p.m. 91.3 FM, WVUD, if you're in the Delaware area. I was in the bathroom and they had, like, you know, one of those posters, you can read, hey, you know, if you need support, if you're part mm-hmm. of the community. And it said LGBTQ, because at this point they can't add more letters, it said LGBTQ. Plus. Right. Which was pretty great, by the way, because now that just lets you know there could be for yeah, anybody want to ask stuff down the line. You can. That lets me know they cared. Whoever wrote that up, they care because they don't want to keep suggesting uh, subjecting us to having to try to memorize all these things. Because people do get offended if you don't call them the right designation. Uh, they do. You know they they they're like you like oh you gay oh no I'm queer or oh no I'm trans or or they have a whole like compound one of this no I'm queer op gender non transforming uh non consensual this is I'm like, what the fuck. I, I don't. What's your name? Yeah, exactly. Because you, you know, yeah. first of all, yeah. Plus, I guess if you go through all of that, I'm not looking at you on that level anyway. There's right. Nothing, yeah. All right. But either way, something's got to remain. All right. A, a, a penis is not a lady part. A vagina is not a man part. Uh, testicles are not clits. Clits are not testicles. You know, like some things just got to remain, and. If you consider yourself transgender, uh, if you are a trans woman, is that when the man's being a woman? Yeah. If you're a trans woman and you're not, uh, you, you want somebody to suck your dick. And you're still a man. Yeah. You're and there's a man. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that's where, and you can, you can count me if I'm wrong or whatever, but that's why I think society goes wrong with allowing people just to go ahead and start saying, well, I feel like this, so that's what it is. Well, okay, you're not going to let your kindergartner say, you know what, I feel like I'm a third grader, so I'm going to just go ahead and just take myself to the third grade class. I'm now a part of your class, Miss Smith, because that's where I identify myself. I identify as a third grader. Like, right. it's the same thing. You're not going to accept that. So why is it okay exactly. to start doing this here? Yo, maybe this podcast was it because right now our wavelength has been on something that's never been on before. And I've known you for the better part of 20 years. That's true. All right. I mean, I know we've gone through a lot of things in our 20 years. And in 20 right. we did hit a good point at the end of 2018 where you and I went into 2019 like, 
This is oh, and I'm gonna say this live on the spot. Well, it won't be live when you hear it. But I'm saying live during this recording. I only said this in private amongst a few of my good, you know, my friends and stuff. And for those who know the history between me and Nutrella, I did go on record to say she is my friend now. You know, for, oh, for the longest, I didn't I, tell but, nobody. I know either. you did. For the longest, <laughs> you know, that's been a thing for us. And and she said, you know, I, I was like, hey, we're gonna um, we're gonna do this, and, and we're friends. So that's 2019. So. So that's that's out the way. That's out the so way. We on the okay. same. Uh, uh, we on the, What was your? Now nah, I lost my train of thought. I was just saying how um, you can't just have a kid. Just can't say, oh, I now identify with this grade level right. and move on. Exactly. So. It's just like because then I felt like the way the world's going, I feel like I could identify with everything now. You yeah. know, if I wanted to, I go, okay, well, I'm this. I'm I'm white now. Yeah. You know, so give me the privilege that comes along with that. Right. Like, and some things just don't work. You know, what I mean. You at some point you gotta say you are what you are. You are what you are. You know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a black man walking in America. Or I'm an African, African American, whatever you want to call it. It is what it is. I'm so, six four. I'm whatever I am. I'm yada yada yada. Could we take it as far then to say that if you are someone who doesn't want to identify with, I guess, what nature says that you are, that if you take it way too far out the box that you are now maybe possibly exhibiting some form of mental illness where you know how they say self-hate and right. things of that nature. I don't know. Am I reaching? Could not be. Yeah. You could reach for anything you wanted these yeah, days. Exactly. So I could at this point say you have a mental illness. You should go seek some help. Exactly. And I don't know. I might get beat down big time for that. You but might. But either way. So what we going to do, y'all? So we're gonna do because you know, hey, I'm learning as I go. We just learned on this on this here. You get about a, you get an hour to go ahead and record your you know your one episode, and then you got that's the max recording time for the segment. So we're gonna call this Nitty in the City, episode one, part one. We're gonna come back with part two because we still got some things to talk about. So look, y'all, all this I want to say, first of all, shout out to Anchor. You can go to anchor.fm if you want to go ahead and start your own podcast and make it real easy. Trust you me, because I'm a caveman, and they made it real simple for me to do this. And I want to thank Trail, because you new know, Trail, she's out here, part one, episode one. You know, we out here, and we're we going to call the Team Nitty Studios. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> got the studios. And then we're going to come back on the other side. We got a few other things we're going to touch on. And then we're going to officially, officially let y'all go. So basically, when this releases, because we're going to release these on, on Fridays. You're going to release every Friday. You're going to get a, a, a double header. A world premiere double header. That's really on some like NBC level stuff right there. That's on HBO level stuff right here. Mm. That means that means we shoot for the stars, baby. And we're going to do it for you in the 2019. Why? Because we know we bring you nothing but entertainment, nothing but the best. So you better catch us on the other side. Part two is coming. We out. And we're back. It's OG Nitty. It's New Trailer. This is part two of episode one of Nitty in the City. That's right. The premiere. You got a double header on this good Friday right here. Right? So now... Um, you heard us talking about some LGBTQ uh, plus things. And we're going to keep that going. You know what? I want to shout out the LGBTQ, LG, LGBTQ plus. Right. Because if nothing else, y'all give us so much to talk about. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. Y'all do. Whether, you know, what, you know, it's up to you whether you consider good or bad or what have you, right. but it's always something to talk about. Like, honestly, you can have whole shows just on things LGBTQ related. You could. And I feel like that speaks 
volumes to the community, the LGBTQ plus community, that means y'all have so much going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know Jesse Smollett's thing, and you know which of course is not the most positive press, or just innovations and breakthroughs y'all making in whether whatever industry. Mm-hmm. Just, of course, on the fashion stand, from the fashion. I mean, y'all own the fashion world. Let's yeah, keep it funky, yeah. Right? But they say who who has who who can style like a gay man, right? That's true. Um, a lot of times we see those top designers dresses and will build a man made those things. Some of them walk man. better than yes. the women models as mm-hmm. well, teaching them. Yeah, and then um, even like <laughs> one of the things that pushed America's top model, you know, is not only the gay community and their support, but the people on staff. You know, uh, it was yeah. a Miss J. Miss J can walk with the best of yeah, them, and then you know, and then. He brings all the charisma, and right? So, shout out to y'all, cause y'all really give us a lot of fire. You never let us down. Like if it's, I tell you what, if we ever run into a slow news cycle, we'll always be able to depend on the LGBTQ plus community to give us what we need to bring the entertainment to the people. That is true. Yeah. So, so you know, cause here's the thing, and Nutrello seen it. I've been called a homophobe. Yeah. <laughs> You will be after this podcast. I will be after this podcast, yeah. and it's by people you know. And, yes, by people I know, and, it, and that's what used to confuse me. It was people I know that would call me a homophobe because, and it was because I would give my opinion on something. My opinion, I was actually asked my solicited opinion. <laughs> I wouldn't always. It's not like I would just come around and be like, "Oh, that's some gay stuff," or "No, that you know whatever." Like, right. Like people, people would literally send me stuff and say, "I want to get your thoughts on this." There was one time where he said something like, "If a man likes to get pegged, I think it was." If you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pegging meaning woman inserts, I guess dildos or whatever. Right. Is pegging relegated to just a dildo or any object? I think that it's can, just objects. A man that likes to have his woman or whatever insert, insert objects. objects into his rectum, and I said, you know, I said me personally, I said that's he might be gay. Yeah, it's kind of a gay act. Now I get it. He's doing it with a woman. So from that standpoint, if you're engaging in acts with a woman, that doesn't make you gay, right? That's what I say right. all the time, but yeah. But I'd be hard-pressed to think that he wouldn't be willing to do that kind of stuff with a man. <laughs> That's true if he's going to take it. But I mean, I don't know. I guess what I, my thing is... Nothing's if, absolute. If, that, if the act is supposed to be same-sex doing it, <clears> then <throat> technically it is not gay. It might have gay tendencies. But it's not gay. And you know, in 2019, I say I'm willing to amend my previous stance and say, okay, maybe the act isn't gay if he does it with a woman, but it definitely has gay overtones. Yes. And I mean strong gay overtones. Strong. Like, because, not even overtones. It has gay baritones. Because it didn't think, yes, it's it may gay. not. But as a woman, if my man repeatedly asked me to stick something in him, I'm going to question. As you should. Yeah. Well, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So that's where the whole gay overtones of it comes mm-hmm. from. Because, again, that's something that's not historically and typically um, typical behavior mm-hmm. of a heterosexual man. Right. And so, you know, but when I gave my stance on that, and, you know, it's not like I was like, oh, he's wrong for doing that or he's stupid or I hate him. I just called it what I thought it was. Or I just identified him as I felt he was, which is I was like, I feel like that man is gay because I feel like, right. he, you know. But here come my friends. Oh, you a homophobe? I can't. Be- oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I was. <laughs> I am in no. Because at that point, I'm feeling like, you know, here's the thing too. 
I used to, you could pull if you could pull up the definition of homophobe or anything. Because okay. you know what I used to do was think whenever you call somebody a phobe, it meant they were afraid of something. Right. Like a rack. Oh, because of phobia. You know, yeah. Phobia. So I was like, well, no, I'm not scared of the homosexual population in any way, shape, or form. Like, you know, I'm, I'm quite all right being. I'm quite all right with them as a whole. Like they're just people to me. You're all people right. to me. If I was scared of you, that means you pulled a gun on me or something. It wasn't because you were gay. It's because you did you did some act that scared me, or you just <laughs> you just look scary. Yeah, it's nothing. You know, with your sexual preference. If, if 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 you put me in a jail cell with a perturbed Mike Tyson, I'm going to be scared of Mike Tyson, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with his sexual preference or anything else. It's because I've seen what he's capable of doing to people when he's upset. Right. So, but then I think I came to learn that I guess homophobe means like you're kind of a, a, you're against them in some, you know. It says uh, here because I looked up homophobe and homophobic okay. to see if there was a difference. Same definition: having or showing a dislike of a dislike of or prejudice against homosexual people. And you're not doing any of those things, right? But so, so to so regardless of the definition you wish to choose, mm-hmm. I'm not that. I'm not that. I don't feel like I'm that. I don't think the trouble thinks I'm that. And I got a whole slew of people who don't think I'm that. Now, homophobia mm-hmm. means irrational fear of, aversion to, or discrimination against homosexuality or homosexuals. Which, again, none of that. I don't discriminate. Listen, what you do in your, in your bedroom or with your partner is your business. <laughs> Whatever. Right. If, if I'm hiring for a job <laughs> and a gay man wants a job, are you qualified? Can you do the job? Is it going to help me make the money I want to make? <laughs> Give a shit who you're having <laughs> sex with? <laughs> the hell you mean? The same way if a gay dude was hired for some, and if I feel like I qualify, I don't want to feel like he's going to discriminate against me because I'm not homosexual. Right. right. Come on, son. But we got that out the way. We got that out the way. Now, speaking of which, homophobe, homophobia, this leads us into the next topic. Apparently... There are a number of LGBT activists or LGBTQ plus activists. The article I had, which actually I had up two days ago mm-hmm. and up to yesterday, apparently it's now it's page not found. I guess it was taken down. It was on awarenessact.com. Apparently, I wonder why. <laughs> might, might common sense have kicked in? But it's they, a number of LGBT activists say, you're a bigot if you refuse to date trans people. Let me run that by you again. You're a bigot if you refuse to date trans people. Now, we just spoke about what trans was on right. part one of episode one, which is if you're a trans woman, that means you're a man transitioning to a woman. Mm-hmm. If you're a trans man, you're a woman transitioning to a man. Mm-hmm. So I'll speak to it from a standpoint as me being a, a heterosexual man. And I know, oh, real quick side note. Sorry, but I know y'all give us the terms now, uh, cisgendered men. What and is cis, that? Oh, you haven't heard this? No. So cis, C-I-S, a cisgendered man is a man um, that was born a man. And a cisgendered woman, which would be you, is a woman who was born a woman. They apparently, they applied these prefixes to us to accommodate for trans men and women to be so, so apparently, why can't they just continue right. to be trans? Because that's the thing. I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a man, man and a woman. you're a woman, and then they can be a he can be a trans woman, she can be a trans right. man, or he or she, vice versa. But yeah, don't change my title. Yeah, why? Because see, I'm okay with my label of man. <laughs> 
Truth be told, truth be told, don't call me no cis man. That sounds softer than man. Like that sounds like maybe that should have been used where for did, that. Where did the word cis come from? What does that stand for? I, I I think I looked it up and I couldn't find it, but it's it's spelled C I S. Uh, maybe you can find it when you look it up. I mean, I have my other laptop here, but again, a cisgender person is a person that was born as you know what they are. Um. It actually comes up in autofill pretty quick. Denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex is the definition. So I'm a man or I'm a woman. Of I am what I am. Yes, I am what I am. Okay. So I'm not going to be a cis anything. Exactly. I am what I am. And I'll be damned. Anybody start calling me cis. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man, dog. You ain't going to call me cis. I don't care if it's Matter S-I-S fact, or C-I-S. Exactly. Or, like, no. Exactly. Okay. And, and, <laughs> at all. Yeah. And especially, you know, you know, from members of the gay community who I know personally and stuff, and I see them address people as cis, you know, if they address a man as cis, they're not addressing them as no straight man. And right. Granted, so even if they were to call me a cisgendered man, all I hear is you called me cis B. Spelling goes out the window. Yeah. Now, in my caveman brain, Nah, I'm not a... I'm just a man. I'm Again, just, if you want to adjust your terms, that's fine. Don't put that on me. Right. Don't put that on yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not identifying. Yeah, like when we... You know, matter of fact... Matter of fact, <laughs> you know, we black people, right? We didn't create this term for ourselves. Right. Like we were called black or African or whatever. But let's say... But you know, they started being like... As time progressed, we would start... You see a lot of people in our community say, we're not just black, we're Africans. Or they'll call themselves African. This and that and the other, right? Whatever term we came up with... Nobody turned around and said to white people, "Oh, well, you're I don't know, cis white, yeah. or you're 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 blue white." Like, yeah, they still just white. They're just white. Yeah, we so yeah. I don't and, know. and we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. We don't want to be called color, so we got the ne- I guess Negro. Came, the Negro come after color. Think, yeah, I think it didn't come, come after color. And then Negro wasn't rocking, so we're black. Some people didn't like black. They took African American. And then some people, they felt like they should just be called African because some people didn't feel like they belonged to this country, which was fine. But, and they they never turned around and changed the white man's designation. They were still white. Am I now cis African American? Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, nah. Y'all can keep that one. I'm sorry. You can keep that cis out of here. But, again, they say you're a bigot if you refuse to date a trans. So now, as a man, a heterosexual man, if I don't want to date a man or a person who was born as a man, and we'll go, we'll go post-op now. We're not going to say non-op. Mm-hmm. Let's say they got the, the, the mm-hmm. Yamin's cut off and the Yamin put in. If I don't want to date you knowing that you have a Y chromosome, <laughs> I am now a bigot? <laughs> In what world? Put up the definition of bigot. I did. Let us a bigot know. is a person who is abstain, abstinently or intolerantly devoted to his or her own opinion and prejudices, especially one who regards or treats the members of a group, such as racial or ethnic group, with hatred and intolerance. So now, let's address a couple of those things. Yes. If I don't want to date you, does that mean I hate you? No. Okay, so we covered the hatred. We cut, cross off the hatred part. Okay. From the biggest, um, um, what were some of the other things? It said, um, if you hate or intolerant. Okay. Um, if I don't want to date you, does that mean I'm intolerant of you or your culture or your community? I'm going to go with no. Okay, so let's cross that off the list. And it said, 
and devoted to his or her own opinions or prejudices. Okay. Um, <laughs> my opinion is I would rather date a woman and you're devoted that was to born that. a woman. Right. But you're devoted to that? I could say I'm devoted to dating women. <laughs> so that makes you a bigot because you're devoted to your opinion? So that means it, anybody who is incapable of changing their opinion and wants to believe what they want to believe is now a bigot? Well, I'll be a bigot then. According to that, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'll be but a that's bigot. To, that it's doesn't even crazy. Make, that's it's, crazy. This is the furthest reach of reaches. It really is. Because, you know, when I hear that definition, I, I see that as um, white is right. And blacks should just be slaves or whatever. Or right. They're beneath us. And I'm not going to deal with that culture because the white man should always be on top. We should be the slave owners. We should, you know, ABC. Because they believe that. So that's yeah. my, or it could be just something as simple as, because I'm sure, you know, in your lifetime of people, you were approached by women that you're just not attracted yes. to. That's so, correct. because I'm just not attracted to you, yeah. that makes me a bigot. Right, because I'm, I'm devoted you. to my opinion that you're not attractive to me. Exactly. <laughs> so, therefore, mm -hmm. I mean, it is what it is. That is that, so, if that's the definition of bigot, then fine. Bigot needs to not be um, looked at with such a negative connotation. It should Because there's be. a bunch of bigots in this right. world. This Everybody point, in this world is a bigot. a bigot. Because I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> If there is a trans woman, that's the man to a woman, right? Right. A trans woman who's into men, right? Matter of fact, a trans woman who's into, I'm using air quotes here, straight men. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if you back into them, you're not straight. That's my opinion. If there are trans woman who's into quote unquote straight men, mm -hmm. she probably doesn't want, or he or she probably doesn't want a woman. Correct. That makes them a bigot now. Correct. Because they don't want that woman. Because they don't want the woman. Yeah. So we and not, they're devoted to that. Yeah. So me being devoted to my heterosexualness makes right. me a bigot. So that's like you being devoted to your homosexualness makes you. A so bigot. would that make bisexuals the only non-biggest on the planet? I guess. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. I guess so. <laughs> then I guess I'm a bigot. So. I say that to say, hey, we're all bigots. Yep. <laughs> we literally found something in common for almost everyone on the planet. <laughs> Bisexuals, you're on your own. <laughs> you go ahead and keep loving everybody with your non-bigoted asses. Yes. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, so we've just come to the conclusion. Yo, that, we just discovered yes. this. Yes. Yo, if anybody comes out with this, they don't. They they stole it from this podcast. They did. When you hear, if you hear scientists or psychologists or whatever doctors trying to publish this in journals, <laughs> just know you heard it here first on Team Nitty Radio. You'll be hearing it on Friday, March first, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, this isn't Team Nitty Radio. Oh my God! See, did I say I would yes. mess up this? Or Nitty in the City? Thank you. See, <laughs> that's why you have people around. You got to keep people like this around you to keep you in check. Because then y'all would be like, wait, Tina, that don't match. Y'all would have called me Jesse Smollett to the podcast game. <laughs> Ooh, I should have yep. done it right, but I did. Smollett. What is it, Smollett? Smollett, Smollett. Smollett. I was saying Smollett, but Smollett. Smollett. Yeah, we got, yeah. but I'm going to go with Smollett. Yeah. So, yeah, so March 1st, 2019, Nitty in the City podcast is where you heard it here first. Bigot, uh, bisexuals are the only non-bigots in the scene in the world. Yep. At least as it pertains to mating and dating and all of that stuff. Right. So, shout out to the LGBTQ. You tried it. 
And you failed. Yeah, that's why the article's down. That's that. That's why the article is down. That's why the article went down. Now, yeah. Speaking of cues, yeah. Since we talk about LGBTQs, first of all, I want to say, because this, this is we didn't make, we don't make this stuff up. We don't make this stuff up. Shout out, first of all, shout out to the brothers of Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated, a divine nine. Greek organization, yes, which was founded when 1911. 1911 on November what campus? 1911, Howard University. Howard University, November what? Uh, you said November 1911 on Howard University's I campus. Day. I think it's November 17th, 1911. And fun, I'll double check though. Little no fun fact: Neutrella and I are both uh, University of Delaware Blue Hens. Yes, shout out to the Blue Hen Nation and the Psi Zeta chapter mm-hmm. of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. That's the University of Delaware chapter. I was right, November 17th. November 1911. 17th, 1911. Big ups to y'all. I know a lot of a lot of cues, a lot of great men who were cues. I know personally, like close friends of mine. Yes. I want y'all to listen here. Listen here good. You hear me? First of all, I'm going to say no. What we're not about to do is attack cues in any way, shape, or form. Because I know sometimes people worry about what's, what, what's Nitty about to do? Throw some shade? Cause you know, I mean, you know, I have, it's funny. I, I feel like I have a love hate relationship with the LGBT community because they were like, "What is this guy doing?" He's like, "How is he?" You not? got a love hate relationship with a lot of people. Yeah, with but everybody. It's because of the simple fact that you just said Omega Sci Fi and Psi Zeta, you might get attacked later today, which might right. lead into some other. I attack. might get attacked right. by the Beta chapter. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Lincoln University. That's Beta, right? right? That is you Beta. Know what I mean, I love y'all too. Shout out to my guy Jay Hunt. You know, one of the co-owners of Elite Feet Shoe Company down in Middletown, Delaware. You can look them up online. Uh, well, Google Elite Feet Middletown, yes. Delaware. It'll come up. Trust you me. So, apparently, there is a black lesbian, and it's in quotes. I'm reading an article on rollingout.com, all right? This actually, this article is actually from 2016. So, this, this has been years in the making. Mm. Um, a black lesbian, and it's in quotes, bruh. Brotherhood. Now, Q's, they call themselves bros. They call them bros. So, B R U H is the spelling. And that's the same spelling they're the using spelling here. The spelling that they use here is B R U H, their hood. It's a black lesbian, quote unquote, brotherhood, which steals, that's what the article says, they steal traditions from the men of Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated. So, I'm going to read a little bit of the article. There's a, there's a group of black lesbians who are giving the brothers of Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated. AKA the Q's, a real headache. The women have appropriated many of the aspects of the Divine Nine fraternity and is causing a heated discussion. The group calls itself Omega, I'm sorry, Omicron, Omicron Psi Omega. And they have a website. You can Google their website, Omicron Psi Omega. Matter of fact, Neutral, if you could pull up That's that website. Omicron Psi Omega. Yo, I feel like you know I be in church. They had he got like his assistant pastor. Like, yeah, go switch over to Luke. That's where we are right now. Um, <laughs> The group calls itself Omega, Omicron Psi Omega and its website states, and I quote, Omicron Psi Omega Incorporated was founded on April 21st, 2000. Isn't April the Psi Zeta anniversary? I don't know what Psi Zeta's anniversary yeah, is. Yeah, Psi Zeta's April. Oh, they celebrated wow. April. Yep. I know. Yeah, that one I do know. Um, that's, that's crazy. Omicron Psi Omega Incorporated was founded on April 21st, 2000 in the beautiful city of Tallahassee, Florida. We are, oh, they say they're Greek. We are a Greek organization. Mm. Well, I guess you got Greek letters, right? We are a Greek organization that prides ourselves in embracing women who self-identify as aggressive, dominant, or masculine within the LGBT community. This bruh 
their hood is like none other. We believe in our family. We also encourage professionalism, advocacy, and the idea that we can uplift our community by leaning on one another for support, motivation, and love. <laughs> Again, Greeks and non-Greeks, Omicron, Psi Omega. You can Google them and go to their website. I'm trying to. It actually looks like the website is down. Because I had gone to the website a couple months ago. Uh, well, maybe yeah, a month or two ago. And it was actually up there. But either way. Omicron.org? It would have to be in org, right? It says .org. Um, I'm still looking for it. but So, but even, um, we don't even, even, even without like having this stuff, right? Now, let's just adjust. Before we go any further, let's adjust from where we are now. First of all, oh, the domain name expired on February 17th. That means they didn't pay their oh, money. Oh, they didn't pay it. Yeah, I just, it's their GoDaddy domain. And yeah. it says it expired on February 17th, 2019. So that's why it was up and for a little while. And it's pending renewal or deletion. So, yeah. Um, either they didn't pay their fees or maybe the, maybe the Q's put an injunction of some sort against yeah. the site. Because, um, I mean... GoDaddy's not that expensive, so I feel like <laughs> if it's a whole organization, y'all could cheap chip in and keep the website keep running. It right. So we need now we need to check and see if the Q's put some kind of uh got some kind of injunction against that. But either way, so it says the women step like Q's, they dress like Q's, and even exhibit the same behavior that one would see from the men of Omega Sci-Fi. That means they're throwing up what's known as the hooks. Yes. Um, if you've ever been around a college scene, you know what a Q hook looks like. Um and it said, but these are not all college students in the organization. The majority, of, the majority of them are adult women who wear male clothing and openly identify as a lesbian. So, again, going back, they, identi- they self-identify as aggressive, dominant, or masculine. So, I don't know if the term is offensive or not, but I know there was a term that they used called butch, when you find like, the mm. more masculine women. Um, so, they're that. Or the women that you would start, you'd be like, damn, is that a dude or a chick? Usually those would be the aggressive right. dom types, and um, apparently this is a this is a thing that's been around some time. It's called gender bending Greek organizations. So there's more than one. Yeah, apparently, it says they've been around for some time on many HBCU campuses, but often hidden, so they're in the closet. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> It says there have been many instances of gay black, well, we heard about it, gay black men who call themselves secret deltas or secret AKAs. I heard of secret AKAs. They were even calling them miyakas, yeah? Yeah. I never heard of a secret delta. No. A miyaka is a, like a male. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's what happened. Miyaka was always men interested in AKA, meaning like, right. I guess kind of an auxiliary, if you will. Right. Somebody have a cap of sweetheart or what have you. Right. Which was there. That was the thing I knew. But then apparently, like they did to house music, the gays took over. And they started making me out of term me what a lot of people didn't know. And I don't have I don't remember where I learned it from, but I did learn it. So, you know, I guess don't ask me for the uh the factual actual factual references. Mm-hmm. Gay men were starting to call themselves miyakas, but they were really trying to be AKAs. Okay. So when they would say there were men interested in AKAs, they wanted to throw their pinkies up. Yeah, they and were holding IVs. And they would do an AKA. Right. And they would do their things like throw their IVs and pinkies and walk like AKAs and you know. What's the thing they have? This is some kind of affair. What's that little um, the AKs what? they got to call? This is not. Uh, they say serious matter. A serious matter. My fault. I knew something. <laughs> you knew what I meant, though. We got you. There. <laughs> They'll do all the serious matter stuff. But I never heard of a secret Delta man. 
uh, uh, thing. So I, I haven't either. Charles and Delta, y'all, in case y'all didn't know. So yeah, you I know, am. You deal with that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. And they dress in the colors of these sororities as well as perform in secret step shows. During these step shows, they strike the same poses that the sororities are famous for and yell out familiar phrases and display the hand signs for what the sororities. What is a secret step show? So who's coming to the secret step the show? The rest of the gays. The underground joint. Remember, listen, let's keep it funky. Homosexuals are not new to being underground. That's true. It's only recent. It's pretty recently that it's been That's a boom. If you're right, it yeah. can be a whole underground, yeah, LGBTQ plus community right. somewhere, like where everybody like own their own right. banks. And exactly, because even because even, even now, 2019, where I'm gonna say 2019. People have been the most, and I'm not trying to find this word, tolerant, if you will, mm-hmm. of the homosexual culture community than ever before in the past. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe with the exception of the days with Studio 54, um, <laughs> you know, those moments <laughs> yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and still, you still have to have people. You don't have to have, but you still have people who feel like they have to be in a closet and all of that because. People still getting brutalized and stuff. Right. Like that. So I get it. So yeah, when you see everybody in secret steps, they probably be cracking too. They probably, probably be packed. Yeah. Because they know this is what they have. It's just like, you know, if if you're in like a town, you hear there's a gay club, you know, I imagine they probably do good numbers because they feel like that's the club for them. Mm-hmm. Not that gays don't go to quote unquote straight clubs for lack of a better term, but they're amongst yeah. their own. So here we are with that. But the self-described brotherhood of Omicron Psi Omega has taken it to another and some would say highly disrespectful level. And the question is, have they gone too far? Because they're in the pictures on the social media. Tongues out. uh, Guns out. Yeah. Fatigue and boots. Yep. Gripping up. Gold boots. Gold boots. Gripping up. And... This article, um, I'm sure, matter of fact, if you go, if you Google Omicron Psi Omega and go to the images, the article probably, is still there. Huh? You can still find this article. Yeah, but I mean, if you go to images, you'll probably see more images of them like throwing up hooks and yeah. you know, doing all the things. Um, they messing around how to color somewhere because right now it looks like their colors are gold and white and gray. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> shades of gray, huh? Funny. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, and I'm not a Greek. Not a member of any Greek letter organization, but I'm like, damn, come on, this is crazy. I mean, here's the thing. If you want to start your own organization, that's fine. Just like, remember, even though, you know, truth be told, when it comes to people like starting these kind of Greek letter organizations and stuff, usually you, the people who you find giving the most side eyes, at least from where I stand, are the Greeks. And I think a lot of times, just a ma- that's just a matter of, you know, they've been established so long and it's like, you know, I guess you might feel like it's just appropriation on some level. I, yeah. Whereas from the outside looking in, we're like, okay, somebody wanted to start an organization that was, you know, for them or whatever. Maybe they didn't fit in with whatever the Deltas or the AKA thing was, or maybe they didn't feel like their views, their goals aligned or whatever. So they did this. It's fine and dandy, but you know, I think what when it starts becoming sketchy is when they start doing the party walks and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and if you know anything about you know the the, the black Greek culture, they. They work hard to get where they are. <laughs> yes. And I'm not even talking about like from their initiation process. Even after they become Greek, they still go hard to maintain what they're doing. And, you know, it's all kinds of things. Because then once you become a Greek, it's like it's a whole nother ball game. Because mm-hmm. now you you, you got to worry about the lens being on you in some way, shape, or form. Am I representing the organization? Right. right? All the time. Yeah. You're so, not just you anymore. Yeah. You're... 
I'm not just trail anymore. I'm trail to Delta. Delta. Yeah. So I get that, but then from an outside looking in, you know, a non green standpoint, we're like, okay, somebody will start this step. But this right here is just ridiculous. First of all, you on the most elemental level, you're women trying to do men things. Yeah. That's one thing. All right? You literally they're trying not, to do Q things. They're not even trans women. It doesn't say right. that. Right. They're just, they're just women, women who, who are, are aggressive or dominant and they, right. you know. And then you want to start approaching. And then you're literally, admittedly, taking their, their customs, their traditions. You didn't even come up with your own. You came up with your own, okay, we couldn't hold you to the whole appropriation thing. Right. Like, you know, that crazy. They're doing all of that. But again, I'm going to defer to the Greek in the room before we move on. Like, where do you stand on this? On a, on, on a ridiculousness scale of 1 to 10, 1 being, it's okay, 10 being, get the fuck out of here. It's a 10. <laughs> it's a 10 all the way. My thing is, like, I, I, I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like... There's there's nine different organizations from you to choose from. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, really four. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing saying that you can't join this organization. N- nothing that says you can't be identified as a masculine or and, and nothing says that. Mm-hmm. So you can still be you, your masculine self, in in one of the other organizations. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but it boils back down also to what you said. You didn't do anything original. Mm-hmm. You just took a male fraternity that you like, that you couldn't get into because it's male, and said, oh, this is what we're going to do now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing original about it. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes in the most. Mm-hmm. And, you and you know, let's keep it funky. It's black folk. We've been getting stuff stolen from us forever. Right. <laughs> Usually from white folk. Damn, now we get stuff stolen from us from our for own. For own, for no reason at that. It's the same as... Um, it's Don't be mad, white folk. Y'all know it's true. It's a little... But it's the same, in my opinion, as the, the Christian fraternities and sororities. And I am a Christian mm-hmm. as well. So let me put that out there. I am a Christian. And I just don't understand the, the purpose of it. If, if you're going to say, oh, um, I don't want to be in this... Greek letter organization because it doesn't focus focus on Christian values or whatever. So I'm going to create my own Greek letter organization with Greek. Like it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. So the organizations that are out here that are founded on Chris, Christian principles are not the same as your Greek letter organization that's founded on Christian principles. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. I get so it. it's like, and you're not doing anything original. And and that's not to say, well, if that's the case, then there only should be two Greek letter non. It should, it should only be what the terrific two, not, <laughs> not, not the divine nine, mm-hmm. because you know, because yes, all right. So there's different breakdowns from AKA to Delta to Zeta to Sigma Gamma Rho. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Even down bringing in the iotas in 1963 after everybody else stopped in 1914. I get it. I understand what you're saying. So now you're just appropriating that even more. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point? What is the purpose? Why? Right. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. So now, no doubt. So we're going to go ahead and wrap that part up on yeah. that. You heard it from here first from the Greek. You heard it from the non-Greek. Now you heard it from the Greek. And we're going to transition. Listen, when I tell you the LGBTQ gives us the fodder, I don't be playing, y'all. We're going to transition into something different. First, we're going to pay this bill right quick because we love these sponsorships, y'all. So y'all stay on deck. Diddy in the city. Coming right back in a second. Hold up. 
All right, and we're back. Nitty in the city. That's right. We in your city reporting live from the home base down in Wilmington, Delaware, man. Episode one, part two. We just finished talking about the uh, lesbian brotherhood. <laughs> Appropriate and cute stuff. Now, um, we're going to move on to something educational. So, um, apparently, New Jersey, the state of New Jersey, schools in the state of New Jersey, New Jersey becomes the second state in the nation to require schools to require that schools teach LGBT history. Um, now, when you say LGBT history, they mean they want to, they're now mandating that it be implemented into the curriculum that students learn about, you know, I guess the LGBT members of the community and their contributions to the country. You know, what things they have contributed that, you know, same way, I guess, in black history, you hear about like Benjamin Banneker, or you hear about mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass mm-hmm. and W.E.B. Du Bois. I guess people along those lines who are members of the LGBT community, they're mandating that that be included in the school curriculum. Of course, this is a hot button issue um, for many reasons. Um, well, some people, you know, of course, you got some people saying, well, what do you mean? Like, let's say if a person invented the TV, should we then point out that the person was gay versus just saying pers- the TV inventor invented the TV? And mm-hmm. then what significance does it have? Well, well, proponents say it'll show, you know, LGBT community students that there are people from the community, you know, who have contributed things to mm-hmm. society. And I guess it'll give them a sense of pride or a sense of belonging mm-hmm. to keep moving. Then there are others who say, but damn, you haven't even mandated black history be taught in the damn schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because... I mean, unless I'm, I could be mistaken. I mean, I know very state by state because right now, uh, California was the first state to do this. I've never heard where Black American studies was mandated to be the curriculum. I mean, not. schools include, you know, tend to include them, but, but it's I, not mandated. Okay. You don't have to. Right. And then on top of that, let's keep it funky, y'all. We've been getting the same Black history facts since uh, we, we get the same what the Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, might get some Malcolm Coretta X, Scott King, Rosa Parks. I mean, not Coretta Scott King, Rosa Parks. Yeah, that's Rosa what Parks. You know the Malcolm X be iffy because he was militant, so they don't want right. to get they don't want to give you that sense that they you don't could. Want no and, yeah, same way you know the <laughs> slave masses kept you down. And by you get yeah. Booker T. Washington and George Washington right. Carver. Mm-hmm. You might get Harriet some Frederick Tubman. Douglass. Definitely gonna get some Harriet Tubman. Um, depending on what kind of class, what school you went to. In white high school, you might, you might get a surge in the truth. You might. And then after that, you oh, of course, you learn about you as slaves all throughout. Yeah. It always starts with slavery. But then, then after that, it's up to you if you go to college to, to pick, you know, the proper black American studies courses or, well, not proper, but black American studies courses that might give you more than the mainstream. So you could get some real information. Yeah. yeah. So you can learn from like the cliffs. From Brown Eye oh, Perspective yes. of the world, because he teaches at Dell State. Shout out to Cliff and the Brown Eye Perspective. They come on Blog Talk Radio every other Thursday. The name of the show again is the Brown Eye Perspective. If you want to get educated, you listen to Cliff, Uncle Renzo, and then Tracy. Um, so, how do you feel about that? The now that it's man, mandated by a state that this gets included in the school curriculum. So, I I understand what they're saying, and I understand the pride. Um, aspect of it, especially because now with the rate of people struggling when they're coming out, yeah. um, even down to bullying, to the number of suicides and things of that nature, I understand uh-huh. why um, they feel as though it should be cre- um, included mm-hmm. in teaching. 
But I also say to that as well, um, what about all the other cultures that were around first? Right. Like, yeah, we're fighting now for Black History Month that we get in February. The Latinos are fighting hard for Hispanic History mm-hmm. Month, mm-hmm. which is starts in the middle of one month to the middle of another yeah, month. October, like, if I'm not mistaken. As, um, month. I think yeah. it's September 15th to October 15th. Okay. Something like that, you know. Um, you know, there were some other cultures that, that were kind of in line first mm-hmm. um, for that. So what about them um, and their sense of pride that they need right. to feel as well? I mean, it's just a shame that the American culture is so whitewashed in the first place. Mm-hmm. But then, so what are we learning? Like you, again, like you said, what are we learning? Are we learning that the person who invented the TV for whatever reason? Is this person no longer a white man? Is it now, oh, this is a gay man? Right. Like, what, what are what are we what are we doing what are we saying right like i'm not understanding and then um or are you saying i mean because uh, i'm not saying there's things that's not being invented anymore because right. there are things that are still being invented mm-hmm. but the whole invention era mm-hmm. per se is not as prevalent as it is right now okay so are we then just notating the first mm-hmm. oh this was the first um, you know, lesbian congresswoman. Right. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I, that's what I'm confused about. And if that's the case, well, I guess it's not LGBT history; it's just LGBT studies. Okay. But it, it's still. I'm just. I just feel as though there were some other uh, cultures that were in line first mm-hmm. that we should probably be getting information yeah. on. And then if you just want to hashtag this person's gay, then okay. And to your point of history, does that mean now? Educators or whoever makes the, the textbooks or what have you need to start going back in history and figuring out who might have been gay. Right. This stuff. Like, should we go and see? Let's check on uh, Benjamin Banneker's uh, sexual preference. But you won't know because right. at that time it wasn't out. Right. You, you weren't out. You were mm. still in the closet, per right. se. Let's so now you're just going to go around just, letters. just putting stuff on people. Right. Just putting these tags on people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm seeing. So, like, how far like, is this going to go? Like, motherfucker like George Washington Carver. Well, he did have a thing for nuts, so. Right, so, yeah. So, yeah, but, like, exactly. Like, what are you, I, don't, I don't understand what, what it is you're mm-hmm. actually doing. Right. And what time period are you going to start from? Are you going to start from when Rosie O'Donnell decided to tell everybody that she was gay? Because she didn't come right out right. and say it in the beginning when she mm-hmm. was starting her career. Mm-hmm. So, like, where are you starting from? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like you said, like you just said, are you just going to be putting these tags on people for people who don't, who have never come out, who didn't have the opportunity to, because maybe they're dead now or whatever? Like you're just going to start giving people tags. And then I guess now that kind of you got to start rewriting things too, because then when you um, pioneers who who have you know whatever industry they were have come out as gay, you know, I mean it was mentioned. It just wasn't mentioned in, let's say, a gay studies book or an LGBT studies book. Mm-hmm. So now let's say where maybe we talk about, I don't know, Martina Navratilova or Billie Jean King. Okay. Right? Right. Lesbians and they were right. monsters in the tennis world. We know these things. Right. So now I guess you create a new textbook that has Martina, Billie Jean King, um, just start. Well, I don't understand why we're So now it's like we're getting, though. it's almost like we're recycling the information to now put them in a separate book versus right. we already have them in established. But then if let's let's take it back to 
the the brick and mortar bottom line here. Mm-hmm. Are we now just highlighting sexual orientations? And why? Right. Like, why? And, and then does that take away from the actual achievement? Yeah. Like, so I, I'm just not understanding. So, like I said, is it just this person did this? Oh, hashtag there's this. Oh, this is the first, um, like I said, first lesbian congresswoman. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Oh, like... Like they did with the, all the women that were elected into Congress this year. Oh, mm. she's the first Islamic woman. Right. Da, da, da. I get it. So, again, are we, what, are we just... I can understand highlighting it, but, uh, you know, to let people know that these people are a part of this community mm. as well, which is the whole pride part. But I guess um, mandating it, I'm still kind of confused because I'm still saying, okay, so now this is just a different level sex education class because right. we're talking sexual orientation mm-hmm. and that's that's what I where I'm trying to understand it begs a lot of questions so that remains to be seen what we're going to do now we're going to switch gears a little bit real quick and we're going to move on to a topic known as pre-dating are you familiar with this term or no I was waiting for you to tell me what that is so pre-dating is when a well for, the, for, for purposes of this we'll say when a guy meets a girl it could be when somebody meets anybody but you know, we don't get the LGBTQ most of the shine on these first two parts of this first episode. Yes. So now we just got to say when the guy meets a girl, you know, they hit it off, I get your number, what have you. And what happens now is he wants you to come over. He wants you to just come over and catch a vibe. Essentially, he invites you to his house. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a Netflix and chill moment. He invites you to his crib. And I guess now y'all get to know each other. And during this quote unquote get to know session... This is when he determines whether you're quote unquote worthy of a real first date where where real coins are spent. So essentially, are you worth me spending money on an actual first date versus I don't want to take you out on a first date, spend money and then find out you weren't worth a second date because now I'm out of whatever money it cost me on that first date. Yes, this is a thing now in 2019 in the digital age. I know we come from a different school. We come from a different school of thought. This is the new thing now, pre-dating. I have three so daughters. simply put, it's no. testing the waters to. Well, this now this is an opinion here. Simply put, it's testing the waters to see he can if he can get the goods without spending the money and or making a real emotional or spiritual investment. And that's what I kind of feel like it is. I feel like you are asking for a Netflix and chill. Yes, that's what you you try to see if you can beat for free. Three daughters and would tell each and every one of them that they have more self worth than it. And I have one. And when she's, you know, when she gets to dating age, I'll tell her, I'll still give you licks. <laughs> if you ever come to me talking about something, you accepted a pre-date from some man. And let me find him, and he's catching heat too. And, that's, I'm and like, if his parents have a problem with me lacing them up, they can come catch hands too. Because that's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. What are you teaching, and why are you okay with that, both guy and girl? Know your worth. Both guy, guy and, and girl. girl. Yes, because this is not what it is. This is not. First of all, first of all, let me entertain this stupidness. Test drive me. I'm a, exactly. I'm entertaining this stupidness from this standpoint. First of all, let's stop feeding into these notions that you have to go on a two hundred dollar date or whatever right. it is, or that you gotta even if because you know. Okay, let's say coin is your worry. 
Well, first of all, maybe you're not in a position where you should be dating. If, right. You know, because yeah, cause I'm you not got some other yeah, things. You cause I'm not about. talking about extravagant dates. Like even a simple, let's go to Red Lobster with a. Right. You know, I know we in a world now where people try to glamorize everything and look put look down upon regular stuff. I'm okay with a Red Lobster date, especially if you're young. You know, young. yeah, you know, two for twenties and all of that. These college, can you? You're dating years of well before your age. I mean, you, you can set it up nicely. Yeah, you could, cause I, I'm, I'm not gonna front, especially like you said, college time and stuff like that. If you're interested in me, then I can understand you wanting to be interested in me. We, you could have got us some good sandwiches and we sit down in a park. Uh huh. Like. Nobody said you had to spend an extravagant amount of money, especially if you're if that's your pre-date, then okay, Latrell, meet me at um meet be at whatever park or mm-hmm. whatever and I'll come there and I'll have some sandwiches. Right. And that see, I tell you, we on the same wavelength. Because that was my next my point was going to be if money is your issue, you don't have to spend a lot. You can literally meet them at a, a coffee shop. Yes. You know, all right, oh, you know, let's not put it on young people. Let's say our age now. You know, our age, maybe people feel like we should be more established and it shouldn't be a thing. No, because we still got worries and issues too. Or maybe I got the bread, but yeah, maybe I do feel like, damn, I don't want to have dropped, I don't know, $150 on something that just wasn't. Okay, let's say that's, because right. that's a reach thing. I mean, it's material, it's a shit, it's shallow, but whatever. Your thing is your thing. You can go to a, uh, any, any coffee store, mm-hmm. tea shop, you can go to a bookstore. Let's go to a bookstore. Like borders. Yes. And you can get you a little sandwich meal and, you yes. know, see see where the culture lies between you, can you two. You meet me at Wegmans. And we, we can do our Wegmans. Yes. <laughs> Go to Wegmans and get the free samples. The greatest grocery store ever. Everything is out there for you. And Yo, we can shop. And we can shop. <laughs> you can even see if we mesh on a grocery shopping level, yeah. on a nutritional level. You know, if I'm a super hardcore vegan and I see you buying fucking pork chops, <laughs> this ain't going to work. Right. You know what I mean? We're in a digital age now. We've been in a digital age where literally I have trouble scrolling past through Facebook stuff or something without Thrillist or somebody telling you, here's an article on the 10 best cheat dates in whatever, insert yeah. city. DC? Yes. Philly? Yes. And it will break it down for you to itemize price of each thing. You have everything for every budget. There's no reason in the world is what I'm saying for a man to say to himself in good faith, nah, let me just invite her over to the crib because I ain't trying to spend no bread just in case she's not worth the bread. First of all, you take a shot. First of all, we spent, let's say you did go on a date. Mm-hmm. Shit didn't work good and you don't want a second date. You probably spent a lot more and a lot worse. Yes. Or a lot less. Yes. Stuff you got, you don't got that, shit to show for. Right. Cause see, just because it may not work out, it does. Cause see, people think if it don't work out with your second date, that means it just didn't work out at all. Like she was, he was the asshole. She was like, it was bad. No, maybe you just didn't have chemistry, and you just ended. Okay, you know, I liked it, but it just wasn't for me. And that's cool. And you shouldn't feel like you took an L because you spent a little bread right. on that. Right. Matter of fact. You just paid to learn something. You learned what you didn't want or you learned what you like. Right. The same as when you go to a restaurant and you try a new food item. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to be popping. Right. You know, you, you people spend thousands of dollars. They're still paying money on student loans to go to a college. They weren't sure if that was going to pay off for them or not. <laughs> or Some they, of them didn't finish college. Yeah, yeah. But you're still owing the monies. But you did it, right? So you're telling me you can spend thousands of dollars to go to university or wherever, but just can't spend forty. On some on a date. 
Well, something that could potentially work out great. And if it didn't, it was just $40. What were you going to do with it? Because it's not like you said, oh, damn, I was going to invest that in, in, in this whatever stock. Right. You probably was going to spend it with your man's at the ball. Right. Or something different. Or like yeah. you said, if you are not in a position where you can do that, then maybe you should not be dating. You need to rearrange your priorities. There's some other things that you should be figuring yeah. out. Yeah. You need to work on getting a new job or a <laughs> right. second job. Or whatever. Or whatever it is. Yeah. But dating should not be yeah. high on your sounds priority Sounds like you need to list. work on pre-employment. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what just sounds like you need to work on. I know dang on pre-dating. Yes. Oh. So, that's that. So, what we going to do, I feel like that was a great note to end it on. Uh, we covered a whole lot in these first two parts of Team Nitty Radio. Episode one. Shout out to Nutrella for coming out here, Team Nitty Studios, uh, which none of y'all know where it's at. Only the ones who really matter. It's a secret location. But again, you're going to find me in your city, man. You're going to find me in my city, your city, our city, Shoe City. A lot of people don't remember that. Your city, my city, I don't our remember city, that. Shoe City. Well, you want, it's a Baltimore, oh. D.C. area thing. Was, they had a hold shoe on, store wasn't a shoe store? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember. I said your connections yes. to the DC, the Baltimore area should be good enough to. So yeah, that's that. But you're gonna catch me around, and so you're gonna catch me. I'm gonna be with various people. Sometimes I might be by myself. Most times I probably be with other people. So just keep on the lookout. We're gonna be out here. I'm sure this won't be the last time you hear from Nutrella. You know, I'm gonna bring people back. This is like, yo, we're here now, y'all. There's no reason, again, the same way I say there's no reason in the world not to listen to Team Nitty Radio, there's no reason in the world not to lock in with Nitty in the City, which will broadcast every Friday. That's right, weekly, every Friday, going down. You can catch me on Team Nitty. You can catch us on Team Nitty Radio, because she's my co-host on Team Nitty Radio each and every Sunday afternoon. If you're in the Delaware region, that means if you're in Delaware, Northern Delaware, Central Delaware, if you're in Northern Maryland, Southern Jersey, um, Southern PA, and, and other parts. You can catch us on our FM at 91.3. Or if you're outside of our FM range, fear not. You can log on live at www.wvud.org. Or you can simply download the TuneIn app to your smartphone or your device. Again, this is Nitty in the City. And of course, same way, I'm not going to let my peoples leave without dropping a word of inspiration on y'all or just anything. Because, you know, we love to leave the people with a feel-good moment. With further, without further ado, Nutrella, tell the people something. Um, I've been saying this for a while now. Um, Angela Davis said, um, I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things that I cannot accept. And for those things, that just means that we should be working hard to try to make this world, this area, your community, just a better place for our future. Yeah, you go. And I just want to let y'all know, look, yesterday is gone. There's nothing you can do about that. Tomorrow's not promised. Today is what you got. It's a gift. That's why they call it the present. So get up, get out, and get busy living. Because you got no choice in the alternative. With that said, Nitty the City, we out!